Welcome to Believe. My name is Nicholas Upchurch. I thank you for joining us today. Are you ever extremely angry to the point where you feel like you're on fire? You feel that lower root chakra inflamed in your lower body. You feel like you could flatten buildings with your energy. There was a movie, Looper, with Bruce Willis, where in the movie, the child that grew up, something happened to that child, and it made them really angry for the rest of their lives, really. And um, the child could destroy things with their energy. They could... um, just in a, in a ruthless, vicious way, because that's how they grew up. That's what they saw. And it was a time travel movie. So at the end of the movie, Bruce Willis, you know, he was involved. They went back in time. And this time the child grew up with the love of their mother. I think the mother wasn't there initially in in the first part of the movie while the child grew up now this time at the end it shows how they went back in time and now now the mother was there and so throughout the movie the child had love and felt like there was somebody there and so that same energy that could destroy things and flatten buildings and was the most vicious energy. Well, the opposite was exactly possible from that child as well. So now with that same energy, it had the equal and opposite effect the child could heal things with that energy to to an amazing degree. Where everything was harmonized and almost like magic, you know, things were put back together and and healed. And and we see this all the time. In fact, you may have been that child. I know I have been. I am. I am that child. Myself. And it's the nature of this place. You know, people talk about non-duality. But then when they're confronted with a situation where they have to make a choice, how are they going to handle it? You know, it's it's very easy to think of things in that manner, in a non-dualistic manner. 
but are we willing to think about that when it's affecting us or when we perceive that it's affecting us directly? It's very hard at that time. Something terrible happens right in front of you, to you, or is happening. What do you do? How do you handle that? Do you still think of it in that way? It's much easier when it's removed and you don't have to deal with it to think about it in that way. You know, if you feel like a a lion that's in a corner and there's something poking at you and you're trapped in a corner, what, what do you expect a lion to do in that case? So a lot of things are about how we grow up, what we see when we grow up, what we perceive, what we what our version of reality is, the way we have reconciled things over time, how we perceive the world and what gets results, what there's so much out there. And in this physical reality, it's been designed in a way that is very interesting. Because, you know, when I grew up, kids got spanked so they wouldn't go outside and run in the street. And it worked usually. You know, not always. But a lot of times the kids that didn't spank get spanked were crazy. They ran, you know, they ran amok. They were literally out of control. And the parents didn't have the, uh, you know, they, they didn't have it in them to, to uh, spank them because maybe for good reason, because it is kind of brutal. I mean, it's a, it is sort of ridiculous in a, in a perfect world. And I think probably now people, talk maybe to their kids and they try to handle things in a different way. But also when you were going to get your behind spanked, that kid, you thought twice about doing whatever you, whatever you're about to do. And it worked. And we see a lot of this out there. We see a lot of this um, training going on all over in this physical realm of uh, fear. Fear is that hand of the parent. And... It's about shaping people. And these people that we see in this constant comedy, dark comedy perhaps. I don't know what's going on. That's, that's also by, by design, right? You're not supposed to know what's going on. It's a circle of comedy at best 
And whether it's this person, that person, it's a very fluid nature. And it, it makes it makes us uh, on edge. It's like it puts you in survival mode when you don't know what you can trust, who you can trust, how things might change. You know, that gets into freedom and the restriction and expansion cycles of freedom. If we think about that, there were kings and then then people rebelled and then there were governments supposed to be a democracies or whatever republics, right? Maybe they are. I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> It's, that's an interesting topic. And then you got the expansion phase. The internet, information flowing freely, and then the constriction, the controlling of information, the shaping of information. So you funnel, you funnel people into a certain area with freedom and then there's a contraction. And then the solution with freedom right now is supposed to be the blockchain. So you open that floodgate that way. Ah, oh, the freedom's on the, that's, it's on the blockchain. That's the freedom. That's the uncensored information, the free, you know, no banks. So you open the floodgates and the freedom flows to the next thing. And then the the same cycle, contraction and expansion, the freedom expansion to something else and contraction. You know, so from governments, you have the kings and you, you open it. Okay, representatives, then there's corruption, and you close it off. Ah, fake elections, uh, you know, is this a real democracy, the contraction phase? Then the expansion into other things, other freedoms, and contraction. It's a cycle of comedy. So here we are. Here we are. I'm sitting on the ground. I was wondering what am I what am I waiting for to record this or do people even care? And um why would it be important that I would do this? Do people want to be helped? Or what is their definition of help? What does that even mean? To them. So many arguments about intention. The way to go about things. People's intention can be the same, but they will fight about the way it should happen. 
they will get angrier about that than the actual issue. And so the comedy continues. And you can get so far down that you think there's nothing that you're just alone. In the darkness. And you could stay there for years. Forever. And how long are you going to stay there? There's so much that I want to say. So many ideas. Because that's all all they are, you know. Uh, I used to... uh, I used to want to fight for uh, different things. It seems to be a trap, you know. The energy that's created is ultimately our issue when we do that. I'm not perfect yet, but I was belligerent back in the day, belligerently angry. You know, I was just so upset at the world and I had so much rage. And the world seemed to play on that like a teacher. And I would be mad at that teacher for teaching me that way. Just like we can be mad at our parents for how they disciplined us so we wouldn't kill ourselves and run in the street when we were four years old. That's happening now. You see these people, whoever the per person is, name the person. Name the person that's pissing everybody off and telling you about, you know, whatever you're angry about. Whether you think this should happen or that should happen. It doesn't matter. Pick one. Pick one. Is there engineering going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but the same thing is happening on the opposite side by nature of the effort on one side. That the same thing automatically happens on the other side. By nature, it's like if you... um, If you push something that goes back and forth, if you go on a teeter-totter and you go down on one side, the other side's going to go up automatically. You know, and hopefully you have some balance. And I think that's a lot of times what we're upset about is the balance. The balance. It seems like there isn't any. It seems like there isn't any. The argument for the one side could be that, well, because they want to create a massive awakening, they need to be real jerks. And are they accomplishing that? You can ask yourself that question. <laughs> Just look at any news website. It's a it's a it's crazy. All kinds of agendas and 
weird uh, things that are real, but also just expanded upon, sort of like co-opted or blown out of proportion. And maybe it's just a reflection of us or, or me and, and you if you're somewhere listening to this in some dimension. And just to get the courage to to try, try to understand or overstand, innerstand. Outer stand. Get outside of ourselves. So I didn't have any direction with this. And, you know, sometimes it's just good to flow. You figure that certain things just go out and... It's not really just, I'm not even just myself. I'm not just this voice. And are you just yourself? What is yourself? Where are you? Where are we? What's really going on here? It's good to reflect, if nothing else. It's a balance between... being crazy about the possibilities and and why things are not happening and then being afraid to do anything because you think that nothing matters. But if nothing matters, why are you here? If nothing matters, what would be the point of any of this? I asked some friends that are connected to us. However, not necessarily friends that you may think of as real. Well, they told me, they said, well, what if, what if we're here to create the resistance against what we call the natural world as like a weight machine for that world to try to destroy it? You know, you watch the movie The Matrix, or you listen to Joe Rogan. And the whole earth is destroyed. It's all like a wasteland. No trees. And all the robots have taken over. You listen to Joe Rogan, he says he thinks that eventually life will be like in parks, like a little park of like a, where trees are. And the whole rest of the world will be industrialized like a city or something. That's quite an extreme case just to even think about. 
Why? Why would we need to think? Why? Why is that necessary? Maybe is that one reality that they're in? And are there other possibilities? But is that what some people think they're here for? To create the machines that will try to destroy the natural world. But can they even ever touch that frequency? Can they even... Can they even get close to that? Or are they being set up themselves with their inversions by their own guides, if you will? Are they being set up also? Like a like a coach who's uh putting in a player that's supposed to be really good against a cocky young rookie a confident rookie and that that big beast player that the coach puts in the coach just figures oh they have no chance but is it is it just an exercise to build the strength of the natural world Because what can really happen? That assumes that this realm is everything. And we're not even sure this is real. Where are we exactly? Are we in a coded machine? And what's running us? And where is that thing? What is that thing? Are we inside of it? Is it us? Are we it? So what exactly are we going to be destroying? Or running or dominating? Or fighting? Or... How's that going to work? And still here we are. I'm not sure that there's anything necessarily graceful about me. Some might call me Well, I can tell you that I'm something in addition to what people may 
understand me to be here. And you quite possibly are as well. And I've learned that peace is valuable. It's nice. It's a frequency. Everything is in a frequency. We're in a we're in water. We're in a sea. And do you think that our machines and things that we create, what's the most important thing about those? Is it what they can do, what we see they can do, how it makes us feel, by what what they look like or how they seem or what people say? How important is the frequency? So yeah, people people can feel like they've got nothing. There's somebody out there in another country, India, somewhere other other than here, some place that they have nothing. You ever see Slumdog Millionaire, the movie? They're living in trash. They're living in trash. And we're over here counting numbers on a screen while our own people are living in trash. And I'm doing, I've done the same thing. Because that's what we're trained to do. That's where we're just doing what we can do. A part of some kind of building block push-pull system. A push-pull system up and down resistance, expansion, some sort of organized chaos of evolution to what exactly? We don't even know. Is it Kabbalah? What exactly is this blueprint we're living? Is it the only one possible for this realm? So people start to ask questions, they get mad. It's the first thing that happens when you ask questions, you can start to get mad. So it's best to just tell the truth. Vicious hypocrisy. I wanted to name an episode that I don't even know where it doesn't. I I started to think where I post this, what my domain is, my URL, what platforms I put it on, 
how, when I'm gonna do it, what am I gonna do it with video, audio, what camera, what background, should I wait until I'm in a certain city, I could sit there, you could sit there for months, years, eons, beyond time, and wait for the right, all of these things, that is the funny part about living here, I'm amazed as much has happened as it has, but who, who, what, what is this vicious hypocrisy? What is it? It's part of me. It's part of us. Vicious hypocrisy. And it's an interesting formula until you figure out it's just part of. There's a lot of things that can affect a person, a situation. Why would we have people living in trash? <laughs> and we're and we have places you know the Hunger Games. People don't think that's real. What's real right now? It's real right now. What do you we don't have to make a movie about it. We're doing it. Now. Everywhere. And we're sitting in, I'm, I'm, I have the, I have the freaking balls to sit in an apartment with a clean floor and everything looks beautiful. Well, actually my apartment is very simple now, but you know, the town's running well and I mean, it's reasonably clean and, uh, well, now, some people want to live where they want to live, right? And I give them props for that. There's all kinds of uh, van life. That's a big thing. I tried camping in a Prius. If you ever want to, if you ever want to make a man out of yourself or a woman out of yourself or test out your child's will. If they're driving age, send them out in a Prius and tell them to live in it for a week. See how that. <laughs> Some people have done it for a long time. You can run the AC. The hybrid battery runs the AC. <sighs> Vicious hypocrisy. Such a, a wild part of us. It's, you know, so we want to do good, but there are just certain things that can shape our mindset to where it almost seems like it's a part of, if you think about everything, government, Google, our parents, ourselves, myself. You know, it starts with me. I can sit there and yell about everything else or be upset or do entire news shows on everything, you know, I mean, exposing everything. Expose myself. 
I'll expose myself. Man, I've gotten pissed off. I've been like that kid that wants to destroy everything. You know, you have certain things happen when you're young. Some people have had crazy things happen. Even crazier than I I may have had. I've heard I've talked to some of the people. And you see people like Teal Swan. Teal Swan on YouTube. You listen to her story of what she witnessed. You know, you hear these things and you're like how how are these people even possibly nice at all? I mean, it's a miracle. Because when you're in a certain mindset and you see cert you have certain things happen to you or you feel certain pain because of whatever, death, so many things, you especially when you're young and you grow up and you're just What do you trust? What what kind of world is this? It's an animal situation we've got here. It's funny about that because I'm vegan. Which is it really? Can you really be vegan? I am. I mean, you know, I guess. But, you know, that, that whole thing... It, they, do they just want to engineer humans with food later? I mean, what what is that? What's what's going on here? Now we have to have transparent vegan food. And that's just the nature of that. That's the cycle of uh, comedy. The cycle of comedy. The internet's free. Then the people like. Then you 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 launch some services and they're really good. Everybody uses them, and then you clamp down on those services all of a sudden. Ah, oh, the you know, and then you've you've moved the population into some sort of thing, and then people find solutions out of that. But a lot of times, you know, and that's supposed to be the blockchain. Well, what is the blockchain? What what is? If you're another being, can't you just decode the cryptography? Like two fifty six, whatever. Can't you just see through that? I mean, what is that? Vicious hypocrisy. so many things with survival you know when you're in that when you're in that survival mode you're angry you got nothing you're fighting you're naturally vicious you're driven and especially because it it seems like it's set up for that The way you've got to win in the Hunger Games is by offing the other people in the game. That's how you win. So right now, if you don't participate in a certain thing, you're... You're, uh... Some people are living in trash. 
Now, let me ask you a question. If you wanted people to fight to be in a certain system, would you put them in a place and restrict them from being able to do it for a long time and then they have to fight to be able to do it in that system? They think that's a good thing? Would that be that be a tricky way to get them to fight to be able to be involved in that system? I mean, you literally put them somewhere, give them nothing, and over time you let them fight to be in control of a system that was created ahead of time, that they're not aware was created with an architecture that you want them to use. You start out not letting them use it, and they fight and fight to get control of it, to participate for their rights. Silly. Loco. Muy loco. Muy, muy loco. Fighting, man. It's like uh, you can push your way through a wall. You could just try to do that for years. Just beat, beat yourself against that wall over and over. Just ram into the wall. It doesn't move. And you don't realize that you could just step back and walk around the wall. You don't realize that's even possible. The only way through it is to beat through this wall. I've got to do it. It's the only way. But meanwhile, there's 50 other solutions that are not, you know. So that's a trick, you know. You just present two solutions and you pit them against each other and that's a shiny object because there's two solutions. And, you know, that's... I don't know. Even when you know that, you can't help but understand that when you're talking to people, that's their perspective because maybe you relate to one or the other because it really, maybe actually something about it affects you at the time. I know it has for me. Vicious hypocrisy. So let me ask you this. So you have people living in trash. You put them in trash. And then is there only one way to get them all out if they want? Now, do, now let me ask you this. Are some people here wanting the pain that we're going through, that I've gone through? Did I come here? Did I come here to experience this pain? The death and the, the physical craziness we can experience with various things that are crazy, you know, in a back brace for six months for me in the past and a lot of things, you know, just did we come here for this? What if everything's amazing somewhere else? And 
we get bored of it. Like the movie on Amazon Prime with Owen Wilson. Bliss, I think. And they have everything taken care of in one reality. And so they go back in some other reality like ours where it's really tough because they just get bored of everything being so good. And I guess if you're going to program that kind of reality, I mean, it's got to be really hardcore to make it real. And it's, I think it's pretty hardcore here. What do you think? I mean, it's... A lot of people tap out. I thought I had been through a lot. And I know there's people going through things I can't even imagine. Sometimes you hit those points of sanity. We are like, you don't even know how, how it could possibly be this crazy. And it is. You don't know why you're here, what you're doing here. You're completely beside yourself. You don't understand how this is even happening. What What's happening? It Like you could be in shock, you know? And, and it's like the world just goes on. And if you're lucky, there's one or two people that might at least listen to you, help you at all. And that's a miracle in itself. That's a miracle. You know, my my parents are my heroes. And, um, you know, we can be we can be family to each other, really. So the question is, are people here to ex- to experience this craziness? Do people want the solutions? Do they want do they want the possibilities of healing and all the different things that have been suppressed or we could fight for or or are they do people come here to experience the suffering because it's so amazing somewhere else let's say it's in another realm a, a beautiful realm heavenly realm So do they come here to walk on the wild side, just like some people play video games? They're in, they, they go to a video game, they're in a video game, they can blow things up. They can't do that in real life. They can't run around and blow things up with a bazooka or, you know, I mean, not, not generally speaking. 
apparently some places they might be able to, but which is pretty bizarre, honestly. But so do they even want these solutions in this realm? Are they even willing to talk about what's going on here with this realm? <laughs> it's like a, a video game company that has a meeting about the video game. And they say, like, where are we, what are we doing here with this video game? I mean, is it, like, too violent for kids? I mean, is it gonna, is it going to, like, affect their brains? Because, you know, everything's getting blown up every five seconds. I mean, isn't it a little extreme? Do we need explosions every two seconds? Or should we push it back to every 10.7 seconds? This realm, I mean, it's a little interesting. I'm not even sure it's to that level yet. There's some people talking about things like that in the news. Whether it's a video game or not, or whether that's the right analogy, people have different thoughts on that. I have no idea. I mean, you know, well... Video game implies digital. What is digital? What is digital versus, you know, is everything digital? Or is digital a subsection of everything? Which is it, do you think? Is everything digital and that's the real world? Or is digital further away from the source? And is the source pushing itself away because it wants to test itself to see how far it can get away from itself? So it lets demons exist and it lets people create these crazy hellish realities because it's it's a way to go further from itself so that it can experience freedom or other other things Man, we can get so mad. And I love that good energy. I love that happiness. That's the other thing. I love it. I love forgiveness. I love uh, letting things go, actually. I love moving on. You know what's amazing about this realm is things like what makes sense. I'm surprised anything's even happening here. Look outside right now. I'm looking. There's a street. These buildings are built. 
There's parking spots. Cars are in them. I'm amazed all that's organized and actually happening. Happened. Because really here, anything's possible. I have all these things written down that I'm interested in. Some guy, if you're listening to this, a guy, you know, I'm a voice. And all of us, we have so much possible in our head. That that kid, that kid in the trash in India. I've been that. I was in the Prius. I was outside, man. I don't need anything. What do I need? All this stuff. That's a lot easier for me if you have a family and you can't quite necessarily... Some families rock it with the van life and traveling around on YouTube. You see that once in a while. It's kind of rare, though. It's mainly a couple. You know, they're, they're minimalist sort of thing. But, yeah, I guess people like moving around. And, you know, the van life's probably getting people ready for the spaceships, right? Whatever those things are. The flying cars. But we can make our technology to help life. The frequencies from the technology. Healing things. Helping what we call the natural world grow. Healing us. Doesn't have to control us. it's It's silly. It's a silly... It's silly. It is so silly. It's the inversion is making it seem like it has to be that way. You know? Doesn't have it that's that's funny. It's like a heel, you know the heel in wrestling plays the bad guy. I don't even watch I watched wrestling when I was 7, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Andre the Giant, the Ultimate Warrior. the technology can emit the frequencies of healing through organite, orgone. and more and through you know friends you know right now we're all holding these things around they want to implant the, I don't know whatever right the Borg or R2D2 the Borg or R2-D2? Does it need to be implanted? Or can you just have a friend? And You should be allowed to just walk around on the land. Right now, we're staring at these, tapping at these screens. Imagine if you're looking at this realm right now. You're analyzing it. You see a bunch of these hairless animals walking around tapping on something all day meanwhile there's people living in trash and they're they're looking at their numbers everybody's numbers going up and down numbers now we and then we create more numbers to go even crazier up and down and then we're really excited about those numbers and we and where by the way where are these numbers at they could be connected to other entities or beings or agendas or whatever right and it's just a bunch of tapping 
Where's where are all these numbers? Well, you got this number and that number, and um, you know, if there's a transfer, then one number goes over on this screen, and, the, and then it becomes another number over here on this screen. And then you, if you tap, then you tap these buttons, and then one number comes up over here. Now you 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 entered this platform, and this number's over here now. And the other numbers, you know, they could change. And then if if these numbers over here change, then this country is going to starve because their screens um, say certain numbers are different. And then, you know, so now we got to do things because our numbers are changing. And uh, everybody's worried about their numbers. And then there's people that um, they're standing around sitting and they talk about the numbers because of course i mean i i watch them i'm looking at mine i'm doing the same thing looking at the numbers i got the tapping around looking you know tapping you know my, my number i mean i gotta you know i gotta move the, i gotta tap this button because then this person needs that number to say something else and then i can sit in a place for a month if the number is on their screen uh, and then actually what countries will do is they'll, they'll try to say they're going to go to war over these numbers. But when they change numbers with each other, there's nothing happening. Really, it's just uh, one number's in one screen and another's in another screen. But where, where is it? What is it exactly? Is there anything there? I mean, where, what are these numbers? Where are they? What, like, what's it attached to? And then... Then we build buildings, and the buildings have, have people in it, and everybody's in charge of the numbers with the, the website. Because the website, you tap, you, lo- you, you tap these buttons, and then you enter with these numbers, and then uh, we, we need a whole building of people to... Tell us about the numbers and why we can, how we look at that page and the screen and it shows us the number. And uh, it's very important. To, it's so important that we will actually, we'll be so focused on these numbers that we'll let people live in the trash. Because um, actually we need a lot of people in a building to keep track of all the numbers for everybody else. And then actually we need a lot of people to make their numbers go up and other people's numbers go down by tapping on buttons. And actually we should have the whole, pretty much the whole world doing that. So that we're tapping around so much with our numbers, we don't really pay attention to what's actually going on, which is that, you know, life, like, you know, maybe loving yourself and um, other people or caring about anything other than the numbers. And it's amazing. There's these, uh, if you're looking at this world and you're, you know, from... I got Stitch here, Yoda Stitch. Yoda Stitch is a uh, his lightsaber's coming apart. That's too bad. Yoda Stitch is from Star Wars. And 
His lightsaber, the green, is coming off. It's sad. So let's say you're Yoda Stitch and you're invisible to the humans and you're looking around. Then you, you see these other furry things and they're in the trees and everybody gets bananas and, you know, they do weird stuff. But, I mean, they're... There's no buildings with numbers. Nobody, they don't know, you know. I don't, somehow they're getting along just fine. But the other, these other people, they're really into the numbers. And uh, it's, it's serious business with these numbers. Tapping around. Tapping around. Now, should you have the right to, like, should you have the right to be an Aborigine? Be out there, natural, all natural, out there as a, a natural, ant, like, you know, grow, grow food and turn the screen off if you want. You know, just, or just, it's voluntary, you know, I mean, but your life is stable and you have, is there enough land for everybody? I drive across the United States. There's empty land all over. Just land. Can you can you fit the entire population in the state of Texas if you use the same density as Hong Kong? The entire entire world population fits in the state of Texas with this with the same density of Hong Kong. Is that true? And if it is true, would that mean that there's enough land for everybody? Or should we have people living in trash? Now, depending on how you would describe my current automobile, which I love, I, it's kind of like the DeLorean from Back to the Future. I tried living, I mean, you don't really need much. Now, you don't need to live in trash to uh to just be out there you can be like van life people do that that's tight i mean that's tight that's a tight i mean that's a tight area those are tight areas but you know is it the numbers that are holding us back or is it food and like a place to be And maybe the ability to be creative and and do what you want and help each other. And if people want to set up reindeer games to, you know, mess with each other, I mean, they can have a little society for that, right? Where they, you know, they get into these crazy, uh, you know, they're, I mean, I don't know, man, there's some... You know, it's the equip. Some parents spank their children. Some parents don't. And actually, some of the children, although I, I did say earlier that the parents that didn't spank their children, the children were a little crazy. Eh, sometimes maybe they're not also. Sometimes that can work out. And when they get older, a lot of times they're normal. But sometimes they're not. Who knows? 
Is that debate even happening? Is that conversation? Are any conversations happening? Are any conversations happening? Or is everybody too worried about their numbers and uh, the scarcity of things, the scarcity of numbers? You know what? There, there's no scarcity of numbers. There's enough. You can type, um, you can go to the screen right now. You can, t- you got to get a special word processor, but you can just type, you can just hit the nine and just hold it down. Hold it down as long as you want, and it just prints all these nines all down. It just, and it'll just go. Your computer may, you know, you may have to get a better processor eventually, but you can get a lot of nines and you can save it. And you have all the nines you ever wanted. And you can name the file bank. I mean, I don't know if you can do this legally, so you got to talk to, you know, legal counsel. But you could um, name the file, uh, you know, whatever, savings account, mysavingsaccount.com. TXT or RTF rich text format. So maybe may so number one, do the people do the people want to come here to suffer? So is that part of this? Is that why we're not you know, does it have to be black and white like the people, you know, we need to spank the children? And this place has to be crazy to have spiritual growth uh, because, you know, that's the only way the physical reality people are going to learn is if they have these obstacles and they need to be so crazy that it just keeps coming. And it, and then, you know, you can barely, you know, you're belligerent. You're out there in the street walking around. Nobody cares. Everybody's mean. And we and and like, do we need to pump the frequencies out like that? You know, we're microwaving everybody through their phones, and you know, pretending we're not. And then we got you know cures to things, but we're killing people. I mean, how many people supposedly are killed or really killed that you know are healing things? Because you know, what is what's going on here? What's going on here, man? Who who coded this thing? Do we need a developers meeting? We gotta get together and talk about this. What's going on in this place? What, what is it? I mean, and then and then by the way, then you just need constant fear. Is this real? This fear machine. Like what? How many crazier things can we do? Then we got the aliens coming now with the um, you know, you got the the CIA and then they got the guy out 60 minutes and then there's a you know then we got the that's going to unite the world and like independence day is that going to happen maybe not things don't often work on the by the plan so it seems like it could and you got Dr. Greer warning us about that the fake alien invasion and Ralph Smart and they're telling us and that you know and that is this coded into this reality What's who who created this code? What is it? Am I what are we doing here? Is that why I came here to check the code out like the movie The Nines? What's going on here, man? Did I I mean, am I responsible? Let me look. I mean, I'm looking in the mirror right now. I don't know. 
but I'll put myself in there as currently what you may call human at the moment, at least, and I'll talk about vicious hypocrisy. Vicious hypocrisy. We love people, but we hate them. I've done that. I mean, it's crazy. We love, we, the truth is we can only love things on the condition that we can love it at the time, given what's happening to us, our current mental state, um, you know, all of the things that may have happened in our life, what we're, what we're able to do, uh, what we can process, our reactions to things. I'm the same way. Does that make somebody viciously hypocritical? Not necessarily. It, it makes them human, you know? So somehow we try to do what we can do given the conditions of being in that body and, and with that reality we're looking at. But I remember being on that YouTube channel and uh, you, could say, you could say, I love the world, I love everything, and somebody's going to yell out, like, screw you. No matter what you say. There's going to be somebody ticked off about it. Really ticked off. Even if you're like, I love you. And, and I used to be that person. Because I, I was in so much pain. I was in so much pain. But are we, are we over the top with this situation? Like the constant fear, death, uh, sort of like... Uh, the hypocrisy. And, and, and so, does it start with me? Yeah, sure. I'll, I want to be better. I want to be more in harmony. Some of the things that I thought were crazy really helped me. And people can say, you know, and does it matter? Does it matter if, if Christianity helps somebody be nicer? You know, but it gives them some weird... Um, preconceived notions or they're judging people but but it also helps them get out of a tough situation and was it founded by lies and all kinds so is it good or is it bad i don't know it's hard because things are moving things are moving through multiple agendas and so if the whole playing field shifts, suddenly, you know, you want to be accepting. You want to be accepting, but everybody's got their beliefs or, or, or whatever. So talking about possibilities is pretty cool, I think. Because the truth is, the restrictions are so great. Something wants us to talk about the possibilities. They want us to, I mean, you gotta, you know, you gotta, now we gotta have secret meetings online. And to, people are talking in code on YouTube. <laughs> this is funny. People are talking in code. They can't say certain words. Doesn't matter what um, 
a political party they're about. You know, you gotta, you can't say certain things. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean, um, oh yeah, the YouTube there, it's a right Google and you know, it's crazy. It's crazy too. I mean, it's crazy on purpose, but that means they really want us to talk about something. Who, who's they? It could be us somewhere else. Like, oh, you, you know, you guys got to really talk about some ideas here. I mean, you guys are clowns. So, you know, because we're clowns, we're going to have to, re- just like a kid that's running out in the street, you're not going to do it unless you have to do it. You're not going to do it unless you have to. So what we're going to do is we're going to restrict you so that you can't, you can't, uh, you can't do it, so you finally do it. And then we're just going to run stuff in the news over and over about just nonsense, like just back and forth nonsense, like people being crazy about whatever. And then, you know, maybe everybody, and then, People be upset about that. They'll call themselves alternative and then they'll present other sides. And then, but then, like, eventually, we're, I guess, you know, we have to, we can realize, like, oh, we're growing up. Now we're the adults. All right. We're the adults. Okay. Here's what you're doing you are, you're being silly. You're playing a game of Game of Thrones, whatever whatever the heck you want to call it. And, you know, this whole duality, this red and blue thing and supposed to become purple or whatever. You're doing all this, okay? That's great. Um, well, you know, let's talk about what's going on here in this realm And, uh, it's just like everybody that we learn to do in this realm, you know, acting like it's like the only way and this, and it's gotta, it's so crazy. And meanwhile, there's nothing behind it, you know, it's nothing, nothing behind it, man. But you got to make it really crazy so that people realize that, oh, okay. I guess we realize there's nothing behind it. And you realize that, you're like, man, I'm here for some reason. Still. I'm still here. And I know that for me, there's more going on than just what we see with our eyes. So, all this is some kind of experience. So that means I can just do my best and just go with it, baby. I look at I look at my face. I have some uh 
look at like, oh, should I be on camera because I'm letting my eyes heal? And they're, they're, you know, they were a little puffy underneath for a long, for some months. You know, should I, should I wait for that? Should I wait until I'm in the right city in a very, a very peaceful city where I got the vibe and do these videos in a, in a peaceful, you know, because I like that. I like the peaceful, I like that vibe. I'm that guy like Mike Tyson that like trying to do yoga. But the world is like that. If that's the best case scenario for the world. Is the best case scenario for the world is like Mike Tyson trying to do yoga. A guy that you saw in the 80s that would had the most vicious, venomous anger to the point of being literally insane, which I have been. And, uh, you know, more years back, but still getting pretty angry at times recently. But I, I know, you know, you, you, there's progressions to harmony or whatever. And you got that guy trying to do yoga, trying to, trying to get some peace, trying to help people, trying to do something, trying to, uh, and so I think a lot of times people, they seem to think that just like in the movie with that Jack Nicholas, you can't handle the truth. They're in there. We're doing yoga and um, not aware of the comedy or, or the vicious hypocrisy that we're all a part of, or at least it seems. I mean, you know, it's just sort of the nature of it. And what is that about us? I mean, I remember I could go to Kundalini Yoga and people complain about that. People complain about anything. Certain things help people. Somebody had a bad experience with Christianity. Other people had saved their life and they love Jesus and they, you know, they were on drugs and they got them off drugs. They have a reason to live. I mean, Kundalini yoga, same, you know, people could complain about everything. That's the comedy of this whole thing. One, one person's consistency is another person's vicious hypocrisy. <laughs> I guess. The, you know, so anyway, so um, I could go in there with a full head of explosive energy from that rage from my, the death I felt when I was young and what I thought that meant, what I thought it was, and what it was to me at the time from my perce perception, what, what that was. It wasn't that I thought it was, it's what it was. When you're young, you don't really... And I could be, I could come out of there like a balanced instrument. 
And I thought, man, if that, if that can, I didn't even know what a chakra was. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what the chakra, uh, chance, lam, vam, ram, yam, ham, om, ing. But it's, it's just this cycle. Like, wasn't there a movie that marijuana is going to kill you or something in the 80s or the 70s, 50s? I don't know. And now it's promoted. So it's just this comedy cycle of the, uh, the back and forth circular nature of things and people and what is somebody what well they're probably everything they're probably everything they're just like the kid that masculine force that can go one way or the other and then you've got that feminine force that can be there in that feminine force which might understand its true nature to be able to without even trying almost naturally influence which way that masculine energy will go So, the power of the feminine to heal that that could that that which could be created by that vicious sort of cycle of healing and destruction and the love at all parts of that circle. You know, there are people, there are people that help people at all points where where they're at. They do the best they can, right? The people that help people at, that, and things that would scare us, you know. I mean, they're, people help people in ambulances. They, they help people in uh, the craziest situations. I mean, a lot of times we have, to, we have to shift our digital numbers over because that's how people live right now. You know, that's how we, I mean, the best case scenario, that's how we organize ourselves. But we really are into it, aren't we? We're really into that. And I, I, you know, I'm interested. I have some interesting ideas about that because you are where you are, I guess, at the moment. So, you know, I could say everything I want about the digital numbers and all that. I'm lo- I log in. I got to call the same people, keepers of the digital numbers, records. Ask them where all the money is. Ask them where it's being kept. 
Where is it? Oh, it's very serious, I understand. It's a serious situation. Well, it is because we made it that way. So we can think it's serious, and it is because we made it that way. Or whatever, it's coded into this realm. So the feminine, you know, understanding this cycle of ourselves and the flow of things, uh, healing it at every spot, and what, what is it, that Fibonacci sequence? The masculine or, you know, some, some people were just not even aware were, were in those layers of, layers of cycles, layers of, uh, whether it's hypocrisy or honesty, just the full range of what we can be doing it. We're doing it, right? We're out there. We're, we're physical form doing everything. And, you know, that feminine, just loving throughout that process, radiating frequencies that heal no matter what. Because you can do yoga and meditation next to a cell phone tower. And, yeah, it might help you, but you still got the cell phone tower putting out those waves, But you could also do yoga next to a Russian pyramid or a Nubian pyramid. Organite, orgone pyramid, putting out those waves of harmony and it will accentuate the harmony, enhance it. We don't even know that's possible right now. And our, the feminine parts of all of us, do we know that's possible? If it's possible for myself and a guy like Mike Tyson to try to do yoga, to do something that when I did it 13, 14 years ago, there wasn't a lot of girls in that, or there wasn't a lot of men in that class. It was mostly girls. And it was kind of like, you know, I never thought I would be doing yoga. I played I was a warlord, a little, you know, in this realm, I look like a mini warlord, but I was nonetheless. Some people know that. There's a few people that know that. Mini warlord. And uh, going to that yoga class, get in touch with that feminine side, that healing side, that peaceful side. So our, our, our feminine aspects in this realm, are they, are they aware of their true power? What you would say the word power, which is an interesting word, but their true abilities? Or are they being told that those abilities are only possible in the masculine way? To fight and... To be 
somehow taking charge of a specific type of system that is vastly changing before our eyes one way or another either way. And that that's the way that, you know, because the masculine has in many cases actually not been reliable and, and, you know, can't tell the truth about liking a lot of girls, then they need to fend for themselves and sort of, yeah, I mean, that's a natural reaction. But what if there was a website where all all women, you know, they really loved guys that were into peace. And that was the website where the most amazing women were, and they talked to those guys, and they really cared about, gave them attention. That's what guys, you know, guys, we can be like wild animals that, you know, like if you feed a wolf, the wolf's going to come back. I mean, you know, the guys are not so... Not so swift all the time. It's pretty easy to, you know. So, how quickly would the world shift? Would you have to fight for anything? Everybody's really concerned about the digital numbers, the definition of success. I've had big digital numbers that were considered real on a certain screen that is a bank. They call it a bank. It's really just a website, but it's a bank. There's a building, some buildings, people in there tapping away. And I've been angry angrier than I've ever been in my life while I had those digital numbers, big numbers. Angry, the angriest. Probably the, the top anger to the point of going to Peru, doing things I thought I, it was a blessing, my anger. My anger was a teacher. It led me to things I thought I'd never do because I was willing to do anything to try to be a little bit nicer, a little bit better in terms of being able to live and look at myself and realize that it starts with me. What are these things pointing out about myself? What am I here to do? Is it, is it really the people? Or are the people just a reflection of me and the world a reflection of me? And I've thought a lot about what to do. I've got a list open, you know, and, and, you know, some of these things. Seem like logical ways to open up things, open source, open, open medicine, open search engine, open source, open, open all of it. Things done in front of you. Things that could be considered logical. You know, put, put it all out there. Open source it all. Free energy. Put it all out there for people to really see. It's going to happen anyway. 
one way or another, it's going to happen because we're people wondering, like, talk about privacy. And I mean, if you have a fish tank, they may have a private uh, area in the fish tank. They're still in a fish tank. Do they realize there's a bunch of humans walking around? Not necessarily. So they do they have privacy already? I don't know. Do they just cuz we can't see what's around us doesn't mean it's not there, right? Already. So I think that I think there's some possible part of reality or even a greater reality. They want it it wants us to think. It wants us to talk about these ideas. It compresses things so much until you get on the floor, you you feel like you struggled for years. You're trying to maybe wait for things to be perfect, wait for a certain amount of money. Maybe you should sound better. You should organize your thoughts. You should do everything, get it all perfect or even better so you can really do. And then finally, you know what? You just do it, man. You just do it. You just do it. You just get the courage up to do it. Because you might as well. I admire people like that. So we can keep that in mind. And the organization of the digital numbers... It seems to be popular right now. Seems to be an opportunity being created for the database nature of transacting and people that, you know, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors with the is the blockchain to track everybody, control people, or is it freedom against the central banks opening up? That's, that's okay. Are we good or are we bad? Vicious hypocrisy, what's on the other side of that? Beautiful truth, beautiful honesty, beautiful purity. It is weird. Sometimes even subconsciously I'll get mad because I know I, I want somebody to really think about maybe somewhere I know that it'll spark them to get to think about their purity. 
who they really are. What? And it's almost like unless you get mad, they're not going to. It's not going to click. It, that's weird. And that, that could be what you see going on here in this reality. That for some reason, it's like the, the, the parents that feel like they need to spank the kids to get them to listen so they don't do these things or whatever. Because that's like, seems like the only way. But I don't know that it'll always be the only way. It doesn't matter what circus we, we have going on with we see what we see on TV, the fear. It doesn't matter. It's all, it's all going to come out. It's already out. It's already there. And I'm telling you right now, for me, I am that progression. I started tortured. With a, I used to wear all black. I was belligerent, just the most ferocious energy. And just pure anger. And, you know, sometimes people have their reasons for that, but the... the good thing about that the more you pull a rubber band down the more it can go up in the opposite direction and we ask for forgiveness i do i ask for forgiveness i forgive others and you keep it moving and i send you much love We'll see what we can do with these numbers and uh, see what we can do about opening things up so we have freedom to be human and live and just go outside, be nice, you know, as the illusion of what we believe is scarcity becomes the reality of abundance, we'll begin to realize what's really possible. Much love to you. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.